Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion where the cast of the What Do You Say Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows on each individual's liking. Last time we met, we found out that our winner was Afro Samurai, the 2007 original or movie made by Studio Gonzo and made famous by its unique title, Gritty Animation, and that motherfucker Samuel L. Jackson. Let's meet the cast for today's episode. First up, he just got his driver's license and still doesn't leave the house. We have the young king himself, Johnny. Johnny, how's it going? Uh, I actually did leave my house today for the first time in, like, three years. So, uh, and since you swore, I can say it too, so I'll fuck you. It's not how it works, Johnny. All right, next up, the man who 1v1 COVID and won the human antibody himself. We have Cat. Cat, how's it going? I am confused as fuck about what you just said, but I'm enjoying Bow Jungle, so I'm having fun. It looks good. I'm not going to lie. I'm getting a little hungry. Next, making his triumphant return. Joining us from his recent mission from 142nd and East Tremont, we have Haz. Haz, how's it going? Have you been watching me, bitch? Always. It's, uh, it's going to be here. <laughs> well, glad to have you. And our first moderator of the night, he is recently searching for employment due to OnlyFans shutting down. We have Miles. Miles, how's it going? I got until October. Um... So, you know, and after that, it's just no penetration. So I'm going to have to switch up the content a little bit, but I think we can get there. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, Miles reinvents his OnlyFans. Do the Dojin filters. Yeah, be a cat girl or something. And last, our second moderated nights. Um, we got uh, Pat. Yeah, there you go. Hello. <laughs> That bit never gets old for me. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah. I, no, yeah, I, I like it. Honestly, I, I like being described as Pat because then it lets people interpret me the way that they choose to. And I like it. So there Boy. we go. Okay, Cat. Thanks, Cat. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of boring, let's talk about Afro Samurai. There we go. You Ooh. set me up for that one. Ooh. Easy peasy. Sorry. No, this show's not boring. I'll, I'll give it that. Um, all right, let's do our, our usual uh, first impressions of the shows. We'll, uh, we'll do it spoiler-free. So this will be, since it was only a five-episode thing slash one whole movie uh, this time around, let's do, like, the first, like, I don't know, episode or first 25, 30 minutes of the show, what your first impressions were, whether you liked it, and whether you'd recommend people watch it. So, again, keep it spoiler-free. Miles, why don't you kick us off, as always? Sure. So, like, uh, I don't really know what, what, what I expected. I thought it was going to be probably just, like, a dumb action show. What I failed to realize is that not only was it a dumb action show, it was the dumb action show. An entire show whose entire purpose was to be a dumb action show. And it was just like, hey, should we like think about logical decisions that our characters could... Nah, what if we like made them do really cool stuff just the entire time and we never worried about it? I had a fucking blast. It was great. The entire time was like, 100 miles per hour, um, you know, if I went back and thought about the decisions everyone made when trying to confront Afro Samurai, um, they would probably all be, like, somewhere between, like, F and C-tier decisions. No one's, like, light Yagami in this show. No one's thought at all. They're just like, maybe we can beat this guy, and then they can't, and it's really cool. Uh, I would recommend this show if you're just, like, looking to blast, you know? It just, it goes. All right. Yeah, no, I think that's that's very fair. Yeah, no, the second you start reflecting is when you start uh, finding some holes in the story. But I do agree for the first time, um, 
uh, you know, just just sitting there and just watching. It wasn't too bad. I, I definitely agree with that. Cat, what about you? All right. So this is the first time I've ever watched Average Samurai. Uh, I probably should have watched it beforehand. I've been trying to for the past few years, but I never got around to it. Uh, so once I actually like sat down and watched it, I was like, huh, this is a really, really actiony show. Like it, it just felt like a it just felt like a sign in, but like if sign in didn't have any like any actual like distinguishing features, it was just like dude's black kills people. <laughs> and I had a ton of fun with it. Like same thing with Miles. Uh like it's just such a fun show to sit back, watch and like just kind of maybe relax if you can. Uh because you're not gonna have to use your brain power that much, I can tell you that. Uh but I would recommend the show, especially if you're just trying to like especially after a hard day and you're just trying to watch a bunch of people die, maybe think of them as your coworkers. Like, hey, it, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> so, hey. <Bro. laughs> I'm doing perfectly good, fine. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got to say. I would recommend it, yeah. So, Okay, wow, two recommendations so far. Respect it. All right, Haz, what have you got? Yeah. And also, Haz is back, by the way. Haz is back. Haz is back. Welcome um, back, buddy. I missed you. Oh man, I'll I'll always be there in your hearts. Um, and you know, I don't I don't know where else I'll be. But this show, I expected honestly it to age way poorer than it did. Um, but for how old this show is, this is this is amazing. Like unironically, I could probably sell this as a better sequel for Terminator than Dark Fate. And I just I love everything about it. I love Samuel L. Jackson. I love the action. Um, and I love you know. Normally I, I like shows that are fun, but fun in a way that caters to me. But I think like this is like just everyone can have fun with this show. Um, it, it just it feels like it takes full advantage of anime, and I love that. I definitely agree that this show, if it was like. If it had a live-action adaptation, it would probably be one of the worst shows I think I've ever seen. Like I don't think I could, or I don't think I it would be able to be enjoyable in the ways that it is if it was not in the anime style that it is. You know, like, like you said. So I definitely. What if it was like that. John Wick style? Ooh. Of I, this, I feel like it could be like really good. Depends on um, the special effects, then I guess, right? Like, there's, that's yeah, there's good. there's a few scenes that would need some real good special effects to sell it mm. the way it was sold to me. In the anime, but uh, that's yeah, all to say also like, that I recommend Gino it. would translate to a live Gino would just be you know Darth I mean? Vader. Well, yeah, but like he would be like the the Kanye like first three albums mascot. Oh yeah, he, uh, just um, grab a, yeah. just grab a furry, like it's fine. You'll find somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just find a furry and stab him with a katana several times. Yeah. Is, is that is that is that your thing or something? I don't know. I <laughs> like, I'm, not, the I'm not familiar. You haven't been on the internet enough. Anyway. I've avoided a lot of parts of the internet to not know what your thing well, is. Miles so is our I resident don't. furry. We can just ask him. Yeah, yeah. yeah Miles, what's up with that? It's yeah, what is yiffing? I think it's like when they bang each other. I really have never figured <laughs> it out, but it's definitely sexual. That's all I know. I'm, I'm Good about job using. To... 
gender neutral pronouns. I respect it, Miles. All right, we should, we should keep it going, Cat. I don't okay. think we should talk about furries any longer. Than we, okay, than we have at this point. Perfectly fine. Yeah, thank you. All right, Johnny, what's your opinion on furries? All right, so Go in ahead. my opinion, they should all. Okay, let's talk about this uh, now. So we don't yeah, thank you. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so trying to describe this show is actually kind of hard to me because, like, I don't know what to make of it. But it's, I think the best way I can describe this is imagine JoJo's part three, but all the fights, there's like no stand powers, but they just all act like they have stand powers. So they're just all like doing absolutely ridiculous shit with no explanation, but like you just have to accept that it happens. And that's the show. It's the, the less you think about it, the more enjoyable it is. You, you just have to accept the absurdity and the fun parts about the show. Like how Samuel L. Jackson follows this guy around. Like imagine if you imagine if you had Samuel L. Jackson just following you every single day. Like every time you try to do something, like that sounds amazing. Something. You order Starbucks and he just goes like, "Yeah, why are you ordering that shit? Like, get get this shit. This shit's better." Like you know. So if yeah, get I, Duncan, get Duncan. I don't know what Samuel L. Jackson likes, but either way, in terms. Uh, so if I recommend this, I mean, I feel like it's hard kind of not to recommend this. It's like I don't think that many people are gonna like actively like find the show repulsive like some of the other shows that we've seen so yeah i'd give this a recommend it's a fun ride and yeah that's about it i think it's a short ride too which makes it a lot easier to recommend if it was if this was a full 12 life. episode series i don't know if i'd be as eager to recommend it personally um maybe that's just me though uh pete what about, what about you no that's like exactly what i was thinking i I watched it in movie form, so it was like an hour and 50 minutes, and it did seem like it was a little long, but like my first impressions, I thought it set it up, like, I knew exactly like where the story was going, it's about like a samurai getting revenge, I thought that was like very plain and simple, uh, really enjoyed like the grittiness, it reminded me a lot of like Berserk 97, where it was very heavy dark tones, um, the music was really interesting, I was a big fan of that as well, it was done by Riza of Wu-Tang, represent Wu-Tang, and... Uh, I have a lot of, like, nice things about it. I think, like, there's a lot of, like, technical things about this show or movie that was really well done. But I had a lot of problems with, like, the pacing and the story. There's some other things. Would I recommend it? Yes, just because it's, like, less than two hours to complete the whole thing. And if you're a fan of, like, the action and stuff like that, it has those elements where it's quick. It, it completes, like, I, I know there's, like, a sequel, but I thought, like, that was plenty. Like I, I'm not planning on watching the sequel movie. Uh, yeah, I would recommend it if you're just in the mood for like seeing people get their heads chopped off or something like that. Fair enough. Um, I, and finally for my, my input, at least, um, I don't know, man, I, I watched this all in one day, thankfully, uh, you know, just simple, like beat said, it's like, it is like watching a movie. Even if you watch it in the episodic form, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty free flowing as well. Like it doesn't, um, I didn't feel like it dragged on too long. Uh, but I feel like if it did, I would have liked it even less. Uh, the, again, I don't know. It's just not my, it's not what I come to anime to watch. You know, like this show was a lot of just a lot of action, a lot of fights, a lot of, um, just guys being badass and being like, Oh, look at how tough I am. Or look at how, how just like indomitable, or indomitable I am. Thank you, English, uh, for making up that word. Um, and that's just not what I normally come to anime for. I don't I don't come to watch um 
guys swing swords at each other or just to appreciate the art, whatever. Like that's not a, or that's not the only thing I guess I should say I look for in shows most of the time. And that's why I struggled to enjoy this one as much as some other people might have. However, it did have some good fights. It did have some uh the the Afro Samurai was like pretty cool character overall, I think. Uh it was a little one note, but still cool enough to to keep me interested. Uh and yeah, I mean I don't know. Would this be as popular if it didn't have, or if it if it didn't have Samuel L. Jackson's name attached to it? I don't know. Probably not. But um, I don't know. I I also don't think he really added that much to the movie in my eyes. I I didn't enjoy his performance that much at all. What about his afro though? Um, well, was he the? I guess he both. He was Ninja Ninja and Afro. Oh, did he? He voiced Afro as well. Correct. Yep. Oh, see, I, I think it only... shows his range. Because uh, oh, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I love him as an actor. Like, at, when he in his movies, he's great, right? And he's a very funny guy. I just I didn't enjoy this role that he played the nin- or Ninja Ninja specifically. I didn't enjoy. I just I was just like, oh, he's being like the character that he is, but like for whatever reason, it didn't feel like it fit into the story for me. I guess I don't know. Like, because like. You know, like, I don't know, just thinking of a movie like uh, Hitman's Bodyguard, right? Like, he's in that movie, and he's just very himself, or that that character he's become famous for. And it's like, I enjoyed that movie because he's funny. Um, and that's what the, it was, at, at its base, that movie was supposed to be a comedy. Versus this, felt like it was supposed to be more serious. So his comedic character didn't always uh, hit the right notes for me, I guess. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, would I recommend this overall... I would say that if you're looking for just a, a quick watch or something that you can, you know, something dubbed as well with a pretty good dub overall, like as much as I just railed that I didn't like the characters, the dubs themselves, I think are, are really good. Uh, Cause it was, I believe, was it made in the United States or was it partially made in the United States? I believe it was. So I feel like I it was know, animated they'd... in Japan and then like voice acted in here probably is my guess. Cause probably. Studio Gonzo did it and they're a Japanese company. Right. Uh, I just remember reading somewhere, I think, in my in my uh, research of the show that it was it was done somewhere in the US as well. But but either way, yeah, like I think the, the dub is pretty good. So if you want to have something that you can throw out in the background or if you just want to watch a, um, I don't know, a hack and slash samurai thing, then yeah, go for it. I think I can I think I can recommend it for that sense. But if you're looking for a really like heart well heart moving story or or anything like that i i would look elsewhere um but yeah all right let's move on to uh our spoiler section so if you haven't watched the show yet um just be warned going forward this there will be spoilers for the entire show it's really not that long so you can just pause us come back to us later if you would like uh but yeah cat you had something to bring up so why don't uh, why don't we let you kick off the discussion what was your uh what was the point that you were going to make before i uh cut you off there well so uh, so what I was doing was I did want to mention, well, I had two things to mention. The first thing I wanted to mention was that he also had uh, the Afro Samurai, uh, another voice actor for him wasn't just Samuel L. Jackson. It was also Phil Lamar. So both of them were in it. And also I did want to say, Pat, that uh, having Samuel L. Jackson and Phil Lamar attached having their name attached to this show isn't just another like there's more pulling pulling forts other than that because you also have wu-tang clan doing the music which mm-hmm. is yeah that's huge. fair 
Yeah, like there's a lot more. Justice was a big person too, right? Yeah. Like they had a lot of like big named actors that also like anime in the show. Um, Ron Perlman. mm -hmm. But another point that I wanted to say was that this show at times, like, I, I feel like if I, I feel like this is another case of like being spoiled uh, from like current anime nowadays. Cause like anime has come a long way since 2007. Um, Cause this is technically before anime actually got good. Cause you know, 2012, 2011. Um, and it's still really, really good, but like, it's also like, a very generic formula and if it came out today it would probably be in the lower tier of like the season that it was in uh in my opinion but because it's been uh because it's been put into this into this like on this pedestal from 2007 having all of these star studded names uh connected to it i think that it became a lot more of a of a staple of like getting in of Americans getting into anime. And I wanted to ask what you guys' thoughts would be on that. Cause this was on like adult swim, right? I believe it was on adult yeah. swim when it aired, like maybe not like right away when it came out, but I remember seeing Afro Samurai on adult swim when I was yeah. like, maybe like 19 or something like that. So I definitely <laughs> yeah. like gave me like parts of like anime culture and like what anime was, because that was like at the time, my only form of, um, like anime content, I guess, where I was, and the name Afro Samurai definitely st- like stood out to the point where I would click it. Where if I at the time if I saw like Yu Yu Hakusho on uh, Adult Swim, I would never click it. Just at that time, so I, it definitely like introduced me somewhat to like Adult Swim, Toonami, and anime. Okay. Uh, I do, I, I agree with you. I think I do remember seeing it as well. Like, I don't know, never watching it before, but I do definitely remember seeing it on, like, the list, you know, when What's-His-Name, the the Tsunami guy would the read down, guy, like, yeah. the alien guy would, like, read down what the list of the shows are on tonight. It'd be like, oh, Naruto, DBZ, and then, oh, Afro Samurai takes a swing or something. I don't know, they'd say, they'd say whatever line. I do remember that being on the uh, the tsunami lineup. I, I agree with you that this would be a good... Um, it would definitely be a good show to get some people into anime, I think, I, I, that aren't into anime already, uh, like, from the, like, especially from, like, a Western perspective. I don't know if it would be great for everyone, though, because, like, I don't know, even before I became the pretentious, like, rom-com douchey weeb that I am, True. I d- don't know... I call it like I see it. Um, like I don't know if this would have been like a good first anime for someone like me who has always grown up like reading or, or pursuing different things than than this. Or um, like you know, like I'm glad if you don't like action movies. You're not gonna right. Like, like I don't right right, yeah. right. Like I don't like action movies, or I don't particularly like action movies or anything like yeah. that. Like so, like I'm glad I read Kenshin or or whatever before I read this because like I've always liked samurai. I've always found them very cool. But I'm glad I read, again, glad I read and watched Kenshin rather than watch something like this as one of my first anime because it helps me, um, you know, yeah. fall in love with the but medium. 
I think that's true with anything, though. I don't think there's like a single show out there that's perfect for everyone. You know what I mean? Um, Another thing that I wanted to mention was that like uh, this show also got a lot of people like in particularly communities that necessarily wouldn't be into anime. Like, uh, for example, like the black community and like basically like minorities because like uh, Samuel L. Jackson is a huge actor, uh, a huge black actor in the in the United States, and a lot of people have like have have been drawn to the name and been drawn to Afro Samurai. And I think that uh, that people have looked at Afro Samurai and have ended up getting into anime through that because like one of my work, one of my coworkers uh, at uh, at GameStop, he. He actually got into anime as a whole through Afro Samurai in 2007 and through Toonami. Uh, but Afro Samurai was his first anime that he actually watched all the way through because then, then he actually realized that this show actually had a story. Uh, and, like, I wanted to ask, uh, ask has how, how, like, how that whole thing yeah, uh, your thoughts. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. Well, especially since Haz, you are one of the only other people I believe that has seen the show before this Watch Club watch, right? You mentioned you'd watched it when yeah. you were younger. Was it yeah. like one of the first anime you ever watched? Was it introduced no. to you early or no? No, no okay. I, I, I've said this before. I grew up on Echi harem anime um, from Netflix. Like really bad harem Echi anime that Netflix could only afford when they started streaming. So this is like this was like later on. Um, what I will say though is that like definitely stood the test of time in my opinion in a lot of departments. Um in terms of animation. I mean, obviously in terms of soundtrack, that's that soundtrack slaps. Um, even outside of like animes, like it's just it's just good music. Um I think a lot of what people would dislike about it. So I, I enjoy action films, right? Like there's this film, um, The Wrath of Man that just came out just came out probably like last month or two with jason statham it's really not interesting at all in terms of a story but like people get shot and that's cool um that's a fantastic movie to compare this to yeah i like that a lot um so like you know it's cool right like it it, there are things that are cool we've we've found out right like there's a meta to being cool right there's smoking there's guns right those are cool things both of them in there yeah this katana's this gets both and katanas right um so like this is super and i i understand a lot of the grievances with it um because recently on twitter um i I saw some comments about uh shonen in general now um and what anime is today in terms of like how people view it is not how it was back then so when this came out right i think a lot of what anime was and and like in a lot of people's minds who watched it at the time was hype and like you know fighting that's what it felt like um right especially for people who watched it on tsunami and like adult swim right like i remember growing up watching naruto just to just to like wrestle in the while it was in the background right it just hyped me up with me and my cousins um and this definitely like fits that where it's like i I may not have like the deepest connection or like revelation, but holy shit, 
like if there was like any more afro samurai content in terms of like a video game like i'd be booting that up like fighting people like i just i felt i felt that energy yeah. there's there actually is? yeah two of them the second well, one, one ended yeah. up the second one ended up getting uh recalled by the person who made it the people who made it because they realized that it was terrible and they gave everybody who bought it a refund the first one is apparently really good though cool so like i know what game i'm totally legally ordering off amazon um <laughs> and yeah um but yeah like I, I don't know this is this is also really big i think for like the black community as well right like seeing that representation um it was super cool just off that fact alone right um and i think better. now it, it probably would be panned a little um but like we saw what happened when Afro Samurai attempted to be modernized. And that's Yasuke. It's it's just Yasuke. I was and about Yasuke to say I was about to say, if this was released today, I can't imagine that it wouldn't be just called Yasuke 2.0. Like it would yeah. like, how would it not be the same thing? But I obviously in this case it, it's different because it did happen, God, what is it now? Fourteen years ago before was, Yasuke even was thought of or whatever, right? Like And there God. was also a difference in like focus right mm -hmm. yasuke yasuke one it sold itself on something it was not i don't believe afro samurai does that um afro samurai is very much just he walks forward and things die right like and 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 whatever is in front of him is gonna die um whereas like yasuke tried to fit what i think people modern like modern anime watchers want where it's like there's this story that has like some deep emotional impact but it also tried to have all that cool shit um like that's just wild and like unbelievable and there was this clash of like tones because the reason it worked in afro samurai in my opinion is because afro samurai anything could happen to afro samurai i just wanted to see a samurai with an afro as the name implies so yeah i, I don't know it's a it's a product of its time i think it does it really well and like i i I think just depending on where you're at in terms of enjoying anime, like when you got in, because if you got in early, I think you can understand the appeal of Afro Samurai a lot. Um, if you get in later, I think there's a different lens that you view anime with. Um, so that that's my take on it. I think, okay, so I agree with things people have said. However, I think we're like underselling it a little bit. Like the story isn't, you know, it's not War and Peace or anything. It's just like a revenge story. But yeah. I think it does the cycle of revenge bit like really well. Um, I'm trying to think of something I've seen that does it better. And I, I don't think I've seen it. I think it does it really, like really well because um, I mean, like modern times, maybe like Demon Slayer. Like that's kind of like a, I, I haven't. Similar. I haven't finished Demon Slayer, so neither I don't has know. the anime community. But like, it's kind of like it's like progressing towards that, I guess. Okay, because that's like what I was comparing it to a lot of the times. I know they're they're different in like some aspects, but it's like samurai esque uh, revenge story, and just like trying to compare the two, like what the differences between. Like, so why, does Tanjiro like get? put in a negative light the way that afro does no i don't think so at any point no okay because that's what i liked about it because a lot of times with these like cycle of revenge things um the 
the harm that the person in um has done uh, in order to like get their revenge is uh sort of swept under the rug a little bit you know not all the time you got like count of monte cristo if we want to go back to fucking 18 whenever oh no books say roll. way back that's a yeah. thing, right? that's a thing. Um, <laughs> it's also an anime i'll I never forget that anime. video talking about how you'll never believe how good this story is and it's like yeah, you know, anime based off of one of the best books of all time is good, more at nine. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I just really liked the way that, like, one, he stuck with his revenge because he was, like, so focused on it that, like, even when, you know, like, his, his mentor is, like, trying to teach him this lesson, right? He's like, you know, like you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't, like, dig, da-da-da-da-da. He finds out, like, that his mentor has the number two headband. He still decides to fight him. Um, he like that conflict and like forcing his mentor out of hiding leads to the death of like all of his friends and stuff. And like, you see like the guilt that he gets there. And then at the end, he's like not able to fight uh, Gino the same way he's fought everyone else. Cause he has like actual guilt over what he did which is why Ninja Ninja goes away. Um, and because like that's sort of like, he was like representative, even though he was like a comedic character, which is something the show doesn't do perfectly. But like he's representative of his like resolve and his decision he made in order to like get the revenge, to dedicate his life to his revenge. He doesn't need anyone else. He just needs this voice telling him to go forward or whatever. Um, and so like that goes away. Um, and at the end, he doesn't really get super satisfied by the end result you know it's just like i don't know i think it does a really good job of showing like the bleakness of dedicating your life to this fact and the fact that it creates another person just like you right like at the end of the day he ends up being very similar to justice um because he's like gino's justice right and so at the end he's there defending the same way justice was from someone who wants to get him and it's I don't know. I just like it, it. It was really cool. I thought for the show to paint it's like people throw out like morally gray or like anti-hero and like things like that a lot. But uh, uh, at the end of the day, they always try to, you know, they, they don't want to commit to their person not being morally good all the way through. But the show like committed to that in a way that I thought was very refreshing and that I hadn't really seen before. So you know, again, it's not like the. It is a simple plot. Man wants to avenge his father, and avenges his father. That's that's the entire plot. I'm not trying to say it's like, you know, the best plot ever or something. But I thought that for as simple of a plot as it was, that it was, the last two episodes were like really executed, like very well to that aspect. Um, you know, the maybe like the third episode or something probably wasn't really necessary. Um, from a like a plot aspect, but we did get to see him fight a robot, and that was really Fine. cool. So and have sex. It, that was episode two, I think. Oh, I watched <laughs> it in movie form, so I guess I don't. Okay. Know. Was, uh, unless yeah. he counts, unless he counts the robot nutting as having sex. Yeah, it was, that's more masturbatory. Um, so I actually okay. <laughs> this I mean, is the thing I want to talk about. Then has someone help him. We can teach um, Johnny I, the bird from the bees right now. <laughs> If anybody not? has, uh, like, I don't know if anyone has a comment on my Psycho Revenge thing. If we not, I do want to talk about the sex scene. 
Uh, oh. Well, oh, I, I just think it didn't. Go ahead, Johnny. Wait, wait. Fuck, were we talking about the sex scene or talk to Rose? No, cycle revenge. Of revenge. The, the cycle of revenge bit. Okay, so about how having sex uh, has to do with revenge. Yeah, that's not <laughs> what I'm doing now. So, like, so you were making the point about like a revenge story. So, yeah, no, I, I think that is an interesting thing to look at because, like, so like you were talking about, I like it hasn't been done before. I think it's like, I think it's done in Vinland Saga really well as well. It's like. I haven't seen it, yeah. Uh, I, I, not to go into spoilers too much, but, like, it's very similar to that aspect, where it's, like, it shows that, like, in trying to get revenge, you just, like, miss so much, and you just, you're, like, just so focused on one thing. You forget about everything else around you. And That's you a very up, good like, comparison. Ruining yeah. the lives of everyone around you. Because It definitely that. happens sometimes. It's just a lot of the times the people realize that before they, like, do the thing right like in fucking shield hero you know what show fucking sucks shield hero so reftalia has the chance shield hero to murder the evil stupid slaver guy who has like 90 children in his basement and then our fucking edgelord of a protagonist picks this one moment to not be an edgelord and is like reftalia if you kill this man who's definitely closer to hitler than he is to an innocent person you'll be just like him She's like, that's right. I can't do it. I need to end the cycle of revenge here. And then he falls out of a fucking window and gets eaten and by a T-Rex anyways. or something. Right. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't on her hands because we wouldn't want to taint the hands of our cute little raccoon waifu, would we? Um, so No, you're right. So It has to do with Afro Samurai is that Afro did the thing. He killed the equivalent of the slaver he did the like he put the blood on his own hands and lived with the consequences of that and that is what i think is like not common it's not the cycle of revenge isn't like probably the second most common story arc of all time behind like love triangle it's that like they have a way of doing it especially in anime where like you know the value of like friendship is so important in anime, right? So people like learn their lesson before it's too late to learn your lesson. And Afro didn't learn his lesson until it was too late to learn his lesson. And I, I liked that. I thought that was yeah just an interesting character dynamic. I, I you know, I was just going to say that, um, because when you pose the question, like, oh, what else, uh, what other revenge stories have you done? Uh, like, the first one that immediately came to mind, just because these are all samurai-related things, it's like, well, Kenshin is more about redemption than it is revenge. There's a little bit of revenge, but it's more redemption-based. Um, but another samurai thing that popped right into my mind is my my personal game of the year, 2020, uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima is a... That one is definitely, I mean, it's, again, it's a little bit of redemption overall, but no, it's about a samurai claiming back his island, killing the man who killed his family and, or killed thousands of his, of his countrymen and the people he's supposed to protect. Like that story of revenge was, in my opinion, like extremely well done. And so maybe that's why I, I didn't enjoy the show as much either, because while I was sitting there, I did, I was like. I was comparing him to Jin, uh, the main character from Ghost of Tsushima, and I was just like, "Oh, revenge! Like, oh, well, like, like he he wants revenge." And then, but I did like, I do agree, I did like how they they didn't paint it as if it was like some uh, redeeming quality that he had. It was like, no, this is just the person that he is. Um, I can definitely yeah. agree with that. It's, uh, it's it. I, I think it's interesting just how like 
we all drew like very different comparisons because I, I i think the the thing that was in my head most of the time watching this um outside of yasuke of course and at the end yeah was um <laughs> was no more heroes if anyone's ever played that um the mc uh, travis touchdown essentially it's like fighting um to get to the top of like this assassin rank thing um and he's only doing it the, the difference is he's doing it because he wants to smash not for revenge um but it, it, there is a revenge plot somewhere in there um but i i just think like i, I agree with miles point where like at, at points I, I didn't feel like what i was watching was like a good person just like being good and like learning a lesson um especially once they revealed the backstory i think the, the only I think I ha- I have this the highest rated, but there, my issues um, with the show come in, in one of the ways they deliver the story. I'm not sure if this was different in the episodic version, but in the movie version, um, the fight with Jin, the first one, um, it happens before we get the backstory. And I feel like that hurt it a little bit because I was really invested in that fight. Wait, like the um, whole fight? Um, it's, I think it's like the first or second time that, um, he gets like pinned down on the rooftop and then it fades to the uh, flashback. Um, yeah. So interlaced with the fight in the five episodes, which I kind of liked. I I thought it interrupted a bit, especially because I I just love the fights in this. Um, but also I guess we also talked about this a little bit before where it's like, there's this really sudden tone shift. Um, I think it's done well, despite how sudden it is, but it did catch me off guard. Cause like not, but 10 seconds ago, I watched the robot nut nuclear reactor waste into the air um, or like 10 minutes ago. So it was a bit weird. Um, overall though, I, I agree. The story was really done well. And I, I think also because of how bleak it is, it's very easy to lose interest in this show. Um, because I don't feel like there's much that's being worked towards, so to say. Like, I, I never felt like, as much as I just love him going forward and killing people, um, I never felt like there was some giant endgame or like changes going. There was this dynamic story where like things are changing inside of him. It's like, Nah, bro, like, I'm gonna just walk forward and kill people, and then, like, it'll be fucked up, and I'll, you know. Yeah, so did, like, did you ever fear for his life? Did you ever think that he wasn't gonna succeed on his revenge trip? I think that that's another thing that that can help or hurt revenge stories, is whether or not you actually, you know, uh, and and that's, uh, again, this is, like, a critique that you could throw at so many shows, not just (laughs) this one, but, like, uh, like an endless amount of shows but like did you ever feel like he was threatened like i i don't know i i didn't really feel that I, if that, but of course again i like the, the fights were cool but you were just sitting there back of your mind you're sitting there like oh no there's no way he loses this i thought there's there was no a way. good chance at the end that he would die you thought so okay because yeah. I, I i went into that last fight thinking like there's no way like especially when the guy went back and like started to draw the third i was just like yeah no he's gonna react to it he's not gonna die to, to the third hand like yeah. there's just no way i thought I think... in the fight with gino that he might like i think i thought that there was a chance that he might as we were just talking about give up on his fight or something like that like choose to stop as opposed to lose if that makes sense 
um, like his like resolve might waver. Um, just due to, I mean, he fights Gino really differently. It's super passive. He is clearly not focused. He doesn't want to fight him. Yeah, that's he, he that's, tries to run around him first. Yeah. So like him, like I don't know. I thought that that like in some way he might have decided it wasn't worth it to do it or that he couldn't do it anymore because he's realized what what's happened or anything. And as I've already talked about, that didn't happen. Um, has you were going to say something. Oh, I was just going to say, I think Afro Samurai has the aesthetic and sort of tone to where I think it's, it's probably, it, it'd be fair to fear, especially in earlier parts of it, um, to fear that he would lose or at the very end. I, I think, I think they set it up so that he could. I think there are parts, obviously. The the part where it's probably the weakest is when he fights the robot and the guy who pulls the rocket out of his fucking backpack. Um, that had my favorite quote of the movie, though. <laughs> I I bet that, it did. That, was, that it, was funny. It was like, this motherfucker has a motherfucking RPG it. in his motherfucking backpack? I'm like, yeah. He pulled is, out an RPG! This is, <laughs> this is... This is... This is the... This is the echelon of Samuel Jackson voice acting using motherfucker three times in eight <laughs> words and then incorporate an RPG into it. I, I left my ass off. Yeah. Because the backpack was way too small for the RPG. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole, yeah. The whole it was sequence like, is great. It was like this big. Yeah, because later in the show, big. two people jump out of it. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, um, like one of those magic bags where you just like pull out an elephant or something. It's like, what? And yeah. I, I also wanted to talk about something else um, in this show. And that is how, so I know we touched on like, how this show uses anime to its advantage, but I wanted to talk about like how well it does it. So like, first of all, in the beginning, like you have, you have this dude, like when you first start watching it, the first scene that you see is like this old scene where it looks like it's in the middle of like Africa. It looks like it's like really, really dusty, like feudal Japan, something or like, or like, before a lot of technology is made, and then you watch this dude just slaughter at least 50 people, and then you see this dude sitting on top of the tree on top of a tree branch, and he's looking down, and then all of a sudden he pulls out a fucking flip phone, and like I'm just like, what's going on? That confused me too. I lost all sense of immersion in the what i thought was like a ancient japan like japanese like setting it was like oh, oh no like, it said it is like post-apocalyptic like... for me because of like the remnants of technology no just, so yeah for, that's fair for me like this month this motherfucker pulls out a damn flip phone and i'm like oh shit motorola razor um and then you had the fucking dude with the with the magical bag of holding with the RPG and two people in it. Um, just fucking like like you can't you can theoretically do that in like live action stuff, but it doesn't have the same effect. Like I mean he's like, like running up a mountain like Exactly. It's like it's okay I feel like it's okay to like suspend disbelief of the backpack when you see him like jumping 30 feet and slicing people in half or the or the guy having three arms or the guy having his neck sliced open and then still be able to talk or you know yeah, like it's like yeah it was, they 
I some lost post-apocalyptic shit. I thought I honestly thought that too, especially at the end, like it was like some mutant guy at the top, right? Like that's mm-hmm. three fucking arms. That's 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 fine. I to me, and it, it, this is maybe it's just a personal thing. I think that going into it because of the tone it gives, and like immediately recognizing that this show is like bleak in nature, and I think every time it does something that like you don't expect it's like a good thing and it like puts a smile on my face um like when i saw an rpg when i saw like a grenade launcher i was like that's awesome when i saw the rpg i was like that's awesome the robot was like that's awesome right because like miles said and i think we were we've been discussing this whole time like the plot's very simple like regardless like regardless of how good it is right it's very simple and i can see people easily being distracted because like they they already know where this is headed um myself included so i i just think those like extra elements were really necessary and done very well can yeah, i talk like you the cult oh yeah go pete oh, no miles i want to talk about with you too but something that's done very well and i think it was honestly my favorite scene of the entire movie or show was the sex scene. I thought it was absolutely incredible. So I what I noticed about it was that and like I wanna know like how the direction worked and how much input people had and stuff. Because like there's a big difference between how the West and Japan do like sexuality. Because Japan like Japanese shows are like always they're like hypersexual, but like in a very kind of mundane way usually like the show is a teasing way i guess yeah yeah. it's like oh the the camera angle is on this woman's ass and she's in a panty shot all the time yeah and it's like how like in rosario vampire they're managed to be like panty shots when you were like (laughs) coming in from above like just an angle that you can't you couldn't even like ever see you can see the girl's pelvis from there and like god let it be so that you could see your (laughs) panties um and in this like this was like a very I think in my mind, like Western sex scene, because you, you, you had the silhouettes of them banging and then you like, you cut above it. It was like the sex scene from 300 for fuck's sake. And you know, so like, you know, and then he's like boning her so good. And it's like, like a James Bond sex scene, right? Like she's like actually secretly a spy that's against him, but he and James Bond are both so good at sex that they're like, Nah, I'm not gonna betray this guy anymore. I'm just here for the D. Like, I thought. Like, I I don't even know if it was like my. It was not my favorite scene in the show. I can perfectly see that because I think the last fight and like interlaced with like the flashbacks and stuff was like my favorite. But, um, again, it was just something that I thought was very unique for the medium that we normally watch. Yes. Like, I I generally don't like sex scenes. Um. Uh, and, and, and anything, because I, I just generally don't, don't think that they add, like, a ton, or they're a little bit too much for what they're adding. Like, sometimes it's, they're important, and you need to know that people bang, and they add things. But, like, you know, do, do they have to last five minutes? Do I have to be watching this movie when I'm 16 with my dad next to me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm 29 now. I still remember that. It's not a great feeling. Uh, so flashbacks but i don't know pete you said it was your favorite scene oh i loved it um I, yeah it, okay what are we thinking about okay, it? It, it it is basically like off what you were saying before like okay i always like remember there's not many sex scenes in anime that i remember but like for example 
in like normal traditional anime, if there was a sex scene, like when they're just about to like have sex, they'll do like the interlacing the fingers, and that's like the zoom in, and that's yep. how you know that the sex has started. That's like how I always vis- like visualize like Japanese anime sex scenes. And then this, it did two things. It incorporated, like, I felt, like, the passion and I felt the lust, which is two things, like, I never feel in watching, like, traditional anime, unless you're watching, like, hentai. That can be completely different. But just in terms of, like, using sex as a storyline, it's usually not like this. And I was just like, yo, like, this is just, like, two people just, like, you're hot, I'm hot, you want to do this? And they just did it. And I... The music was great. I loved, like, the dark shadows, like, the, how romantic, like, the just the moonlighting is. And they're just, they're just going at it and having a great time. And you can see, like, their reactions. I had, I thought it was just, like, a wonderful scene. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You sound, you have, you sound like you have a lot of experience on this. Um, spoiler to the podcast. I have had sex before, so. No, no, no. Okay, tear your card up, Pete. Here, let me rip this note card I have real quick. Whoop! There goes my V card. Fucking betrayed us. Sorry, sorry, guys. Sometimes girls like me, and sometimes I like them back. And I'm 30, so I hope I had sex by now. Do you play wizard or mage in World of Warcraft? I play a elemental shaman. Thank you very much. How There's, does this guy play World of Warcraft and League of Legends? I'm going to need some verified proof that you're not a virgin. Uh, join our Discord. You could probably tell. Also, also watch his anime. Like, he, he's got the trifecta. And he still gets laid. The only reason that I don't think Pete has had sex is because I don't understand how he's had the time. <laughs> all of the, he watches in all of the wow he plays. He's yeah. like he's like in the middle of he's in the middle of it. It's like, hang on, my guild just called me. I have to go do a raid. I'll be right back. Yeah, like, uh, that's funny you say like, that. That has happened before. <laughs> Sorry, got a raid. Okay. Right did you go Wait, okay. Did you go this raid? This is another quick. You can't just like finish up in the next. You can't be like, okay, we gotta like finish up here. Can't like, just, like how long are you having something? sex for, Pete? Is it like a half hour every time? I mean, you don't kiss and tell, right? So, after my samurai guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Better, yeah. Better, better let your imagination scenes. play out any way you want it. We are talking favorite scenes in Afro. Samurai. All right, well, my, my favorite, favorite scene is when I have sex. So, <laughs> <laughs> glad, glad I don't to hear see that. But there's sex scene would... in Twilight. Is, that, is I would, there? Yeah, uh, in the, she in gets the, pregnant. Yeah, in the third one. Or I would hope in everyone's... That's my favorite Twilight scene, then. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I would uh, hope in everyone's anime of a life that their favorite scene is the sex scene. Um, But, on to favorite scenes from this anime, Afro Samurai. Um, I, if you couldn't tell already, am a huge fan of the robot fight. Now, if you haven't watched Afro Sam, please do, just for this fight alone. Um... Miles might not have said it already, but if he did, uh, just to say it again, at every point, this show chooses the coolest fucking option. So they're fighting, and like Afro Samurai is deflecting lasers from essentially the Terminator, and then he flies into the sky, um, and then like has an air battle where he's like doing gymnastics, dodging rockets and shit, and after beating the shit out of this robot's head amazing soundtrack playing in the background it's like he he beats the shit out of it 
and then he like rides it all the way from like i don't know the layers of the earth but like the stratosphere or some shit back to earth and uses the self-destruct of the robot to like soften the landing and it's the most gangster shit i've ever seen in any anime it's a top three fight of all time holy shit please watch afro samurai just for that fight or just watch that fight it's called afro samurai versus afro droid um that's all i just had to talk about that i for for me um so my favorite scene in this show and this is not to say that any of the other shows were bad i am not saying that i'm saying that this scene in at this scene set the precedent for the rest of the show and it it gave me the most enjoyment because that that amount of enjoyment was like carried throughout the rest of the show because I binged it, and I just had so much fun with it. Just starting with the starting with the scene, and it's going to be annoying for most of you. It's the flip phone scene, just just that just that little scene. It like I don't understand it, but like just looking at this dude randomly like flip up a flip phone and like having having myself just be like. <laughs> What the fuck is going on here? And just like having that pure joy of confusion inside of my heart just gave me more joy to to spread around the rest of the show. And like that joy carried on, but like that was the that was the moment of peak joy and that was my favorite scene of the show cuz I was like I just watched this dude like murder so many fucking people. And then all of a sudden he just takes out a flip phone. He's got muskets and shit. Nah, fuck that. I gotta sell your phone. <laughs> like... This is the positive version of the Monica Magica desk. Exactly. Game. That's what this is. It's like, I'm still what I really didn't like about Monica is why were the desks like that? I don't understand. And then it's like, what was it trying to say? And this is like, he killed people in the ass. Cell phone? Let's go. <laughs> no, Miles. So... For the Madoka Magica thing, I was saying that the only interesting thing about the world was the desks. That was that was. Well, you and AK can go hang out. Johnny, did you have a favorite scene? Johnny had another point to bring up in time. Oh, that was I was gonna say, but like, it's not really a favorite scene. It's kind of like a trope in the in the show, and it's that the the brothers. I thought like the whole idea of a bunch of like monks acting like gangsters was fucking hilarious you i got, loved like, i like, loved imagine, them. like imagine just like a bunch of monks calling each other's like yo what's up brother they all had their like beats by dreon yeah, like, or whatever like like, 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 like just like the motherfucker with the numbers three on his headphones just vibing while everyone else is like like getting licked by this girl Oh, oh like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy was really. That was a weird scene when it was just yeah, like, no, oh, like, yeah, like, hey, look like, at how this girl's drooling over this guy. It was like two minutes long of him proclaiming to the Lord, and then just like as soon as I saw that scene, like, like I knew I wasn't supposed to take this show seriously. But like, they pimping, dog. They pimping. They are pimping. Yeah. Um, I and guess. Then, uh, yeah, and then like, and then also like, do we? we I think did we talk about this or were we were talking about it before? It's like the fucking battle royale scene. Where I, I have a, yeah. It's yeah, like, where it's I, like they hire these two assassins instead of like, you know, keeping one of them in case like you send one of them out and they die. They're like, no, let's have a battle royale. But they send like a 
they send the Terminator in, and then everyone just dies instantly because you know that's a great that's a great way to use our resources. That, yeah. See that that's what that's like my my synopsis of the show is like you have this decision point, and like there are like three hundred and ninety seven different options that are better than the one they picked, but having everyone fight each other sounds the most badass. So they picked that one. Like, it's like, it's like have it's- the three of them team up and fight the Afro Samurai at the same time so that he has to 3v1 and probably loses. No. Absolutely not. What you <sighs> want to do is have them all kill each other so that the strongest one left is obviously the most worthy to fight him. And then he fights the, the, the android and then as soon as the android's off the thing, the guy's like, fuck it, and just blows the bridge. He could have just blown the bridge when he was walking over the bridge. But we wouldn't have got to see him fight the Afro droid. And that would have been a bummer. This show, <laughs> this show is fucking art. Also, how <laughs> do they even make the Afro droid, considering, like... Who knows? Who, so they who have cares? A, they, have, they have a mechanic. He's in, like, a little eggshell. Yeah, yeah they like, have that, that guy, guy by the way. And, and the afro was also robot. It was fucking the corporate. <laughs> there the was a robot ever part ever. for the afro. Like I, I love that amount of detail where it's like you know, yo, 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 yo we're, we're making this killer robot, but he's got to look just like him. You know, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And it's like they don't put a wig on it or anything. They make like a giant metal top frame for the afro. Um, like, I, like, imagine I how stupid to... that would look in real life. Just like a massive, <laughs> just like a massive fucking like plastic cauliflower on top of your head. It'd be yeah, like when the dogs so... have to wear the the, the neck thing. Yeah, the on cones the top or whatever. Yeah, awesome. the cones. So I just wanted to mention that that fight reminded me a lot about like it's just a better version of Naruto versus Mecha Naruto, and I'm sure. Unless any of you have ever seen Naruto, none of you know what that is. That nope. happened. There's a Mecha Naruto? There is a yeah, Mecha Naruto. A me- yeah, that Naruto. Naruto. Okay. I just feel like I've been justified from never watching Naruto. It's not canon. It's not canon. Oh, it's in a filler arc? Okay. It is, it is a Naruto revolution, though. And it's top tier. Afrodroid is the better version of Mecha Naruto. Hands down. All right. I believe that. <laughs> yeah. I do. Um, so wait, my... wait, does, Me- does Mecha Naruto have a mechanical afro? No. He has, he has the mechanical um, spikes. Uh, okay, well, okay, well, that's similar. That's same energy. An afro, though, so. No, it's not the same energy. Because <laughs> one is an afro, one's like just a random dude's hair. Like, See, but, say, okay, but Justice would beat Mecha uh, he would afro because he stabs his afro at the end, thinking that he's killed him. But it was just his afro. I like that too. I don't know why. Oh, I think oh, that's oh, a oh, trope. Oh, that oh, might oh, be a trope. I, I don't want to mention they did, like they did that twice. That's why. I, I don't okay. want to mention. Is his afro like have a conscience? Because when that happened, he started bleeding. No, he probably just scraped the top of his head. Okay. Yeah, or I, pulled I, his like, hair. Like, like, no, no, I, I just like, I just like the. I just like the fake. There's like a tiny midget in his hair, like no. moving it around constantly for the magical <laughs> purposes. If, okay. And then when that happens, he just dies. Like you know what the dumbest Chekhov gun scene in this entire anime, and maybe in the history of Chekhov gun scenes ever? It's like he sleeps with that woman. It means nothing. She was gonna betray him. But then, like 
the comb protects him. Oh um, my god, the it was like, comb. I thought that was like the cheesiest thing I've ever seen in my entire life, but I loved it. I was like, I, oh my god, of course this comes back. Think about it like this. Ninja Ninja put it on his hair. So yeah, he yes. like subconsciously like put it in his hair. Yeah, he was like, like actually I, I, thinking about doing it. Yeah, secretly like was like some next level shit. In his deep depths, was like I should have a memento for this forty-eight hour relationship I had. Also, so it somehow it was, just sticks. It somehow just stays on his hair after. So, all, well, you know, that's it's usually yeah. You know, that's how if, the if, Afro combs work. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um also, we didn't talk about this, but, but also in regards to the the sex scene, his dick game saved his life, and that's amazing. That's I did talk about dick. that. Yeah. Oh, we did. Miles I, I, it, it like made her flip sides, you know, like. But like, so like it legit, like it, yeah. like uh, the scene itself, right? We're like, she she's you know doing her thing. <laughs> I don't know how to describe. Legs wrapped around. She picks the pick, like activates the knife. And then it's like she comes and drops it. And it's like, yeah, oh. she, yeah. She, she, so for people who are trying to figure out the dynamic here, um, the cultists are the Oklahoma City Thunder. His dick is the Warriors, and she's Kevin Durant. So, yup. Uh, yep. <laughs> That's insane. Patch is blank. He's like basketball. What is that? <laughs> That's insane. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was clever. He gets a pass. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you know, KD is a snake. She got the snake. It all comes out. <laughs> Does Kevin Durant get stabbed by a monk brother? Yes, that actually happened last season. It was like a huge controversy. Oh, yeah, it was pretty rough. Was nuts. Yeah. That's why he was. That's why he was out for more than half the season. The Milwaukee yeah. monks yeah, just like stabbed him. It was weird. <laughs> Milwaukee <laughs> monks. Yeah. Uh, all right. My favorite scene in the show was when he had a fucking specific straw for sipping lemonade. There you go. That's that's. <laughs> oh, yeah. to, to bring yeah, this no, conversation no, all, the, all the way back. To how bring it all talk, the way back. How did we not talk about like this guy just for some reason has like a fetish with lemonade? Because lemonade, because like, lemonade is banger. Lem- yeah, it's like, Pat's like, look, I was, I didn't think I'd have to say anything about positive <laughs> about this show, but the love for lemonade that makes sense. <laughs> hey, Amen. It's justified. <laughs> You don't he, look he, like this without love and lemonade. I, that's that's all there is to it. It's it's uh, pretty sick. I gotta say, being basic. I, I'm not sure you remember in the flashback, Johnny, but he, when he when his parents died, right, and he was out and about and almost dying, the first beverage that we see him have at the new um, place that's like not like I guess just like water or swamp it is um lemonade. Yeah, they call it swamp water though. I don't know. What. Well, yeah, but it's it's lemonade. They didn't like the taste. Um, yeah. so he kids are dumb. Yeah, so that's his thing. It's his, like, I guess, like, that. that's also, like, foreshadowing. Like, he still has, like, things in his past that he thinks about and shit. I don't know. It, it, he's a fucking ghost. It's the, one, it's the one thing he enjoys in his life apart from smoking. For, foreshadowing that he thinks of his past. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Uh, he didn't We're doing all that he has a piss fetish. There we go. And look, all at right. this point, at this point, I would have guessed he... At, at the early points, he could have been Afro Droid the way he just fucking... Um, but at least we knew he was human because he drank lemonade. That's yeah, there we go. Analysis. <laughs> Alrighty. He also has like infinite amount of like matches and cigarettes he pulls out of God knows where. Hey man, you can They're restock those off screen. 
Um, I don't think there's a pocket in a kimono, but okay. You see, it's like inside. He also has a phone. So, or they have phones and RPGs he that fold into boxes. So, unlike the BlizzCon crowd from 2019, he has a phone. Um, <laughs> I get that reference. Oh, God. Uh, all right, let's move on to our final thoughts because I don't think that uh, best best boy and best girl is really relevant. I feel like this show follows primarily one character throughout it, right? So, I right, I don't know. Would you guys want to do a best character? I I don't. I'll do it. I would love to. Why don't we do that as part of our closing thoughts then? Um, uh, So you can throw that out there. Miles, why don't you kick us off and by the way, give us your score, please. Sure. So um, my best character is going to be Gino uh, because I'm a big Darth Vader fan Um, and I'm a big Kanye West fan and he fuses the two. Um, So I'm a big fan of that. Um, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with the show. I didn't think I was going to. I don't know why I thought it would take itself seriously. It's fucking got Samuel L. Jackson in it, and he did Snakes on a Plane. Um, like, it's just bonkers from start to end. Um, and, like, there's, like, a nice little message in there as well. You know, some little bonus points, little cherry on top. Um, I think the end is cool, because I never thought a scene of, like, a teddy bear strapped in headbands with two katanas would be cool, but it was. Um... I don't know. I give the show an eight out of ten. I think it's a lot of fun. Oh my god! Um, I like very much enjoyed it from start to finish. I think it's perfect for what it is. Um, and Pat is doing that. He's annoyed that I gave this a higher score than Violet Evergarden. I am positive, and I will say this, and I will only say this once: the show is more substantive than Violet Evergarden is. Oh, sure, the animation cool. isn't as good, but whatever i don't care the music actually is somehow worse because this is really good music but violet evergarden's music is like top 10 but at the end of the day i empathized with this character i empathized with afrobot and i never empathized with violet because i hate her i hate her and i'm sad she never had to suffer it's crazy this is miles last episode do this like every single episode just for the no we do (laughs) miles just doesn't sympathize with child soldiers that's how it is i don't know it's okay i mean he likes higurashi it makes sense like he loves seeing children in pain Uh, he likes watching children die so like yeah all right uh violet never dies or no, does she here. almost dies like multiple times? Mm, you'll have to find out in the last movie. Uh, all right, Cat, uh, what have you got? Um, so, first, before I get into my final thoughts, uh, almost is a big word in that statement you just made, Johnny. She does not die. Anyway, so. Who? What? Violet. We're talking about Violet. Yeah, we're aware. <laughs> She, she does. does almost die though. What? Okay, anyway. She also does. All right, never she mind. does not die. I said um, she almost dies. Technically, yes. all right. We can talk about this after. Oh this God. is irrelevant. We yes. can talk final about this thoughts. After. Final thoughts. Anyway, yes. moving on to the final thoughts. Um, so this show was really, really fun. I was. I really liked the fact that uh that there was so many things that I could like. There were so many things going on inside of the show that I really like to uh to that I really liked about the show. Uh god, I've lost my train of thought there. But anyway, so I like how I just the show's just really fun. It's just really it's just a really fun time and honestly like having this Having this thing that we do every two weeks 
uh, where we have to watch a show, uh, sometimes can take the fun out of things, can take the fun out of the show that we're watching. And the thing that I really liked about this show was that the fun really wasn't taken out of the show. Like, it was actually fun to watch. It was fun to participate in. It was fun to talk about. Like, like every part about this show from the beginning of actually watching it to this, this discussion is has been really, really fun. And I believe that because of that, the show is better than some good shows that we've had because some of the good shows that we've had have had less than great conversations about. And, like, this show is one of the few shows where we could have a really fun conversation without the show being terrible, uh, save for Pat's uh, wrong opinion. Uh, I like that. <laughs> that phrasing. Go ahead. Not not me uh, but, honestly, uh, I do, I really did like this show, and I did give it an 8 also. So, this this was actually really fun for me, like I said. Uh, and I, and honestly, is there any other person that you can give the best character to other than Afro Samurai? Probably not. Because Miles moved, like, yes. Like, yeah, but the other person literally just said another character. I mean, I don't know. Either way. Uh, Has, what have you got? Did you score it? He did. Eight, eight, out, out, eight, eight out of ten. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't tell by how much I, I smiled and, like, orgasmed over that, like, robot fight and, like, just everything about this, like, the sound. I didn't really orgasm. It was, like, the soundtrack slaps, like, crazy. Uh, like, like, really, really, like, if you should go, like, if you're not going to watch the anime, you might as well listen to the soundtrack. Um, the animation is, is still really good, um, even in 2021, which is crazy considering how old this anime is um it's this anime just had so much fun and like i usually come back to like the worst shows ever um like my least favorite shows i have a really yeah. bad rap at doing that you do, you uh, do. <laughs> um but this one like it, i was genuinely like i was smiling the entire time man and i i think it's important um i was talking to pete about this we're like there are there are shows that are like 10 out of 10 that i would never watch again um the example I gave was like Violet Evergarden. I wouldn't go back and rewatch Oragairu. Um, there are shows just I, I don't want to watch again because like they were good, but they were one-time experiences. I feel like Afro Samurai is just like a like it's a, it's a really fucking good like fun like people die. You like action movies? You fucking gonna love Afro Samurai, and it's you know it's easy to consume. I'd if it was like easier to, if I find the easier way to access it'll probably be something like I regularly watch like just to fill up time in my day. Um, I'm gonna g give this a nine out of ten because I think every problem I've had with the show and every time I've been critical of the show, it's while viewing it from a lens that I myself did not feel the show asked me to view it from. I feel like what the show asked of me um, to to view it from, like how I came into the show, it it delivered on that. And things regarding whether or not the story is like complex. Like I didn't feel like I needed to, like I was what, like when I stepped in, like, this is what I'm going in for. You know what I mean? So, and I don't think it advertises like that. So I wasn't disappointed. I think it did a really good job at um, giving what it was supposed to 
at the highest quality it could with the most fun it could. So, I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah, it doesn't ever allow itself as like this deep, like emotional saga. It's it is what it is. It's Afro Samurai. I think that's a very good point. That uh helps justify some of the some of the scores and the things that we've been saying about it. Uh Johnny, what have you got? Yeah, all right. So uh I don't have a favorite character. I just want to point that out. But so so I agree with what everyone else has so far. Like it's just it's just a fun show. You can just pick it up, watch it whenever you want. Doesn't matter really what kind of mood you're in. I guess if you're in a depressed mood, then you know, no, yeah, it doesn't matter. If, no matter what mood you're in, you you can just watch this and like have a good time. It's just that like so like a lot. There are some things that I have issues with. I think the tone shift was very sudden. It's like first three episodes just stupid fun. The last two like oh shit, this there's actually a story that we have to focus on. And then this this is probably going to be kind of unpopular, but I didn't like. I really liked the Gino fight, but I didn't really like the last fight with Justice. I felt like it was too short. There was like some I, like I think that's that's probably my biggest issue. I felt like it was too short. There wasn't really too much build up to it either. There was, it's like, and also like, I didn't exactly like how it ended either. With like how much build up about like oh like I killed all these other people with headbands that we didn't know about oh no and then he just he, he stabs him and then he just comes back because he, he stabs him in the afro and then kills him yeah it's just there's like there's like a lot of stuff like that and it's like I can't really give this show like too much credit because of that so at the end of the day I'm gonna give it a seven it's it's a fun show I would definitely recommend it but it's not something that like I don't think like has I'm gonna go back to it. Maybe I'll like watch like a few clips on YouTube if I'm bored and there's nothing else to do. But yeah, just like, uh... I, I yeah, I think that that's that's very fair. I agree. The last fights were, well, very specifically, the last fight felt very quick. I was just like, oh, it's done, and, and like, I don't know, like, what was all this build up for? And then it's like, oh, it's done. There you go. Um, Pete, what have you got? Uh, similar to Johnny, uh, my two biggest problems were. I thought the pacing was really off in some points. The movie was like a hundred, an hour and 50 minutes long. I feel like it could have been like 30 minutes less and you probably wouldn't have missed much. I don't think we need like the childhood backstory as much as we did. I just didn't really like add a whole lot to it. Uh, and the final fight with Justice I thought was insanely anticlimactic. It was just, it just seemed like, I don't know. I felt like they could have done a lot more with like this big epic final fight with the final boss. And it's just like, Nope, gotcha. You're cut in half now. It's just like, all right, I guess. But then, like, the end scene where you see Gino just, like, draped out in swag. is like, okay, this is dope. Like, that was so cool. Um, Man, other than that, yeah, it was just, like, a cool hack-and-slash-style movie. I, I really enjoyed a lot of the elements in terms of the grittiness, the animation, the music. Uh, there's a lot of good scenes. I originally had this at a six. Now that we talked about it, I think it's a little bit better than that. I'm actually going to raise it to a seven. And my best boy is, uh, Afro Samurai because anybody who has a dick good enough to, uh, change the alliance of another person, I think you are like default best boy. So, or best character. So yeah, Afro Samurai gets the nod from me. All right. Uh, a seven. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, pretty much everyone else has already said a lot of positive things and and also i agree with most of the criticisms i've been said as well um again i do want to highlight even though i didn't like the music myself like it's not my style i i thought it fit the fit very well a lot of the things that they did in this show fit what they were going for and i think that that's respectable and really well done 
However, my enjoyment was not there. Like I, I did not. And again, it's just, it's not for me and that's okay. But you know, like I'm not, I'm not upset about it. It's not like it was offensive to watch in any way either. It just, it isn't, um, again, maybe I'm just jaded by this beautiful man up here, my, my boy Kenshin and the, some of the other samurai stories that I've read, but the, and, and watched, I don't know. Um, but I just, I could not get as into this show as other people did. Uh, so for me, I ended up giving this a six out of 10, because again, it's not like it's like in on Mal that's defined as fine. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't in, enjoy it to the extent that other people might have, uh, which definitely, uh, hampered the score a lot. Uh, but yeah. All right. So that average, we averaged that score out to a 7.5 for Afro Samurai, which is uh, a little bit higher, but right around. I was just say that's a little higher than I thought we would get to as well. Um, to be honest, uh, well, me too. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did, but it was like, I, I don't know. Like, I will say, Pat. Like, unironically, the reason, like this, what, what Violet was trying to do, it's like Cap. If it had executed it well, to me, is a ten, mm-hmm. and this show hit its cap for what it was trying to do, and that's an eight. I you did. know. I guess so, I think that it's cap was a seven, but again, that's because of me yeah. being not into what it was going for. So that's fair. I, um, and yeah, I, I, I know, uh, we just about Violet a lot, but I just, uh, I still disagree with a lot of your opinions on that show and that's okay. Well, it's just okay. Everyone seems Every- to, so I, I, I'm yeah. probably wrong, but I'm entrenched at this point. Yeah, so. no, I know you I- are. You're, you're, you're in as deep as, uh, Gilbert is, uh, in. And, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're moving on. Oh uh, wow! Sorry, I didn't realize that that was that bad of a joke. Okay, we're, we're in as deep as Gilbert wants there's to mo- be. There's multiple meanings to that, and I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I, I meant for that. To, I didn't mean for that to have multiple meanings, and both of them are correct uh, in some way. So, all right, um, let's move on. That wraps up our discussion of Afro Samurai. Miles, what have you got for our next show? You didn't tell me in DM. I didn't. Um, uh, I'm very no. curious. In last place, in very last place, just we have it. whatever whatever it was. Pete nominated. Blink and click. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it's only one person voting for God. it. Cat, shout out to you Thank because you, otherwise, Kat. this would have been the first show to get zero points, and I would have loved to make fun of Pete for that. Well, um, I mean, if you would have told me, I would have changed my. Only has, no, no, has like an eight point nine on Val. Like whatever. <laughs> that doesn't mean that we're gonna like it. Look at Violet Evergarden. Everyone it's my it. favorite nice anime of all shit. time. What are you I talking about? <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> um, 86 came in fourth with a respectable eight points. Death Damn. Parade, earning its second legacy point with 10. Elfin Lead. Oh my God. Came Sorry. in second with the number of voting points. However, we have these things called legacy points. Wait. And uh-huh. with the legacy Wait. points... It tied 91 days. Oh. And because Elfin Lead has three legacy points, but 91 days only has one legacy point, we... we're watching Elfin Lead. Let's go. finally watching the two shows you've been nominating for like a year <laughs> and a half now. Uh, well, yeah, so we did Now and Then a while ago, and my heart was broken then. Um, 
Well, I mean, I guess, again, I, I realized that midway through watching the show that my heart would be broken, but still. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I understood that it wasn't as good as someone had hyped it up to me to be. But this one, this one, I have, I, I actually do expect us to enjoy it. I think that uh, people will like it. I'm very curious. I, I, mean, I, I hope excited. there's dead kids. I think Miles will like it. Yeah, like Miles has no Miles. empathy for kids, right? So, and child soldiers and everything. So, I don't know, maybe he won't like it. Uh, who knows? I, we're we're going to have to find uh, yeah, out. Yeah, I, I guess that's that's what it is. I don't Miles, know. I just... Miles told us the and told us the answer before who won. And I, he's lied to me so much. I When he started to say that it got second, I almost shit myself that we were going to watch 91 Days. <laughs> <laughs> Like has I only lie to you like when you're actively reading something and I want a spoiler like a plot twist to be better so I like actively feed into the red herring, um, which nice. I mean, evil of me maybe. That's but very yeah. evil. I was gonna say that's not a very nice thing to do, but that's very <laughs> very smart to do at the same time. <laughs> that's who Miles is though. Yeah, Miles, I, I try to pick the common. option that ends with the most like entropy being released <laughs> in the universe. Um, so. We will be watching Elfin Lead, I think at the very least, like this is sort of like one of those old classics, so I expect us to have like a varying opinions on it and it to be a good discussion. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think we're all going to like Elfin Lead. I think it's pretty divisive even at the time, but that's usually our most fun episodes when we have like, you know, some people at like the five and some people at the ten range, you know, that's what we're, that's what we're aiming for here. Um, and Lucy has pink hair, so I bet I'll like it. Uh, yeah, and yeah. and it's even older. It's from before, even further before when anime was good. So that'll be uh, oh. that'll be fun oh, for us. Uh, fun fact: This aired four days after my birthday. Oh my god! Oh, wow! What is god, this you are, yeah. Wow! Oh my god! Yeah, so I was uh four days old when this came out. Just Johnny, you gotta watch out, or Gilbert's gonna come after you. You're still <laughs> young enough. Yeah, I mean, Gilbert, <laughs> it totally Gilbert. happens I, with I Gilbert. Lie. I won't yeah. lie; that man is uh. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. Let's, let's He's very attractive. Yes. <laughs> Johnny's like, I'll that. do it. I, you know, yeah. sometimes. I mean, I, I mean like $20 is $20. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. And Pete with the 30 year old voice crack. Nice. Uh, Kate, uh, hey, everybody, Kate, uh, everybody goes through things at different times. Come on. Yeah. Why you got to call <laughs> me out like that? I just said Cape Cod. I'm still uh, trying, so, man. Why you got to do that? Yeah. Miles, what are you nominating for this? For. God, I guess. Well, yeah. So we are watching Elfin Lead on the sixth of September. What are you nominating to potentially be the first show you watch as a married man on yes, the twentieth of September? Something goes horribly unless something wrong. goes horribly wrong. Horribly in the next wrong. Two, two weeks. Uh, yes. <laughs> this is horrible um, foreshadowing. Like, yeah, I know. Asking, we, we've doomed it. Um, to die. See, one second. Anime about divorce, like <laughs> a week. Oh after... no, no, no! Do a show about NTR. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> White album too. Oh, okay. yeah, no, no, no. Miles Miles nominates no. Netsuso Trap. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, I think I'll just like re up some Death Parade. Um, that's been doing pretty okay in the voting, and uh, it seems like something I'd probably enjoy. So, it would be. It, well, you'd enjoy it in some ways. You'd hate yourself while watching it in others because it's miserable to watch. But okay. yeah. No, in, in a good way. In a good way. I, I I, I, my favorite anime is Devil May Cry Baby. So that's just a. Downer Slightly all the different. way through. I guess, yeah. A little different. This one makes you sad. Versus Devil Man, you're just like, wow, that's pathetic, I feel like, right? Or, or <laughs> yeah. wow, that's like... It's like, oh, or, why am I a human? Why why was I ever born? Yeah, that. I guess that's maybe a better way to put it. All right, uh, Kat, what have you got? 
So for my nomination, I am going to re-up what should have won this week, but you've been so persistent. Congrats for that. Um, I've shown up every week, except for two for the past year and a half of Anime Club almost. So yeah. I've shown up more than you. So I'm Talk your shit, moderator. Yeah, talk your shit. Um... <laughs> Snap. Ooh, ooh, whatever. Cool. <laughs> it's a Wait, joke. Not, I imagine 90 more days would be quite well. Hey, I've been here for every through, episode of Watch Club, um, so. Mm. Uh, no, no one cares about you, Pete. <laughs> Damn, Damn, dude. <laughs> okay, that Poor was Pete dumb. has had a rough five minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's had um, a really rough five minutes. At least Go I ahead, got Catlin. chicken. Ooh, I'm, You've yeah. been here for every oh, episode. I can take now and then here but, and there off the legacy point list. The most yeah. legacy points now belongs to Devil as a part timer, and then Chunibio. So Johnny can start complaining about always. Coming oh hell in yeah! I can't wait to get my experiences ruined. Chunibio <laughs> was actually second. I nominated that that many times. Yeah, yeah, it's got three. Okay, that's only okay. That's not that bad. I thought it was more than three. Okay. Well, yeah. That's... Again, the big legacy point leaders were now and then, and then Elfin lead because like again... Cat his nomination. So, can I do my nomination? Yes, thank okay. you. Uh, sorry, um, guys. So. My nomination is once again 91 days. Hopefully okay. it'll win. I did I vote for it. Chance. I do too. I do too. All right. 91 days from Cat. Has your first show coming back in a long time. What is it going to be? I can't wait to hear this. So you have a okay, you already so got a actually, shitty smile so, on your face. So Let's actually, uh, so so actually, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do you slime. Uh, I, I was gonna nominate Halo Legends originally, but I I. I as we were watching, I forgot that, so I started looking for another one, and I found something I didn't know existed. So recently, I've had a lot of... I, I blew up about how fate's not complicated. Um, and uh, it, it's really annoyed the shit out of me. And there's also a game coming out soon called Melty Blood. Uh, it's a fighting game based on a, a visual novel series that's in the Nasuverse, which is like fate verse and ship. Okay, they're all so connected. Prisma Ilya? I got uh, you down a, No, it. no. It, oh, it's okay. a reboot. Damn. But, and <laughs> I assumed... That Tsukihime did not exist in the West, but Lord, lo and behold, Lunar Legend Tsukihime is the anime adaptation of the Tsukihime visual novels. Um, so I'm going to be nominating that, and it's from 2003. So this can only be horrible, um, but like really fun horrible because oh, Fate's fucking insane. Oh, um, I'm not going to do you bad. I let me just I, nominate I few, something I that I think is going to be terrible. Say this has <laughs> one. So this is like one of the most popular visual novels ever. Uh, this anime has a six point eight eight. Um, wow. I I just don't think I can vote so, for this and ruin my experience for so whatever here's, here's, an English translation. So here's what I'll say, right? And this I knew you were going to say this. This is the great part about it. Tsukihime is being rebooted, so this isn't going to matter whenever Melty Blood drops, which is like a month away. I do so, like the design of the main character. You do, do you, right? Yeah. Earth? How do I sell it? How do you spell it? How do you spell it? S-U-K-I-H-I-M-E. Suki Hime. Something about... Love her, right? Moon Girl. Moon Girl, yeah. Apparently, like, all the planets have souls, and, like, they are actual people. It's really cool. Um that's why it has a 6.88 on Mel. It's, it's yeah, super Tsukihime cool. is great. Totally. Uh, listen. It's you... a right for 420, though, so that's nice. Exactly. Blaze it. Nice. All right, Johnny, what have you got for your nomination? Right. So, you know, 
I, I was thinking hard about this. It's like, do I want to nominate like just like re up one of the shows that I've got like seventeen legacy points for, or do I want to ruin Miles's wedding by you know just like nominating an absolute like tragedy of a show? And you know I'm. And since since has decided to bless us with the four four twenty ranked show, I'm gonna nominate Domestic Girlfriend. Okay, that's we, fun. I actually, will, I will add fire. <laughs> yeah, I'll vote for. Have you I'll watched that for, show, Johnny, or no? No, I have not. That's not oh, okay. How dare you? I kind of want to vote for it now because that's actually unironically a fun series. Like I, yeah, I, I, Johnny, what you failed. So like <laughs> I, I might, I might put on this veneer. Of you know, oh, I really like Tatami Galaxy. Let me translate that for you. I like garbage. Okay, yeah. domestic girlfriend sounds fire. It is. <laughs> I watched it is. four seasons of Riverdale, Johnny. Mm-hmm. I can watch Domestic Girlfriend. <laughs> you know, That's you know the, thing the, thing the, is, the thing is, if I nominate like one show, like 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 how many episodes? Wait, how many legacy points does does it have? Uh, Devil's has four, which was tied for the most with now and then here and there, and then Chunibio has three. Okay, there's a four. If I nominated it four times and it doesn't win, and then I go and nominate Domestic Girlfriend and that wins, I'm gonna like, it's gonna do something. Nominating good shows? I don't care. I'm nominating the show. Final answer. There we go. Hey, Domestic Girlfriend, like the manga itself is like unironically like really good to read. It's actually like a, it's it's objectively a good story. Uh, whether you agree with the decisions people make or not it's actually well written and like well foreshadowed and stuff the mo- the anime adaptation is like okay it's kind of just like trying to get the you to OP read the manga the op does blog. slap yep minami it's, is it's good... way too good for that show but you know yeah it yeah is. i agree with that um it's like so yeah I, yeah mm-hmm. all I right agree that one, uh that's clever uh quick all right johnny good job good job that's a really good nomination i like that because that'd be a really fun show to talk about too um, all right, Pete, what have you got? For your I, I don't want to say real quick, my second choice would have been Ori Mel, but yeah, you can pick your choice. Okay, well, I'm glad you didn't pick yeah, your second choice. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. Uh, uh-huh. Well, I, I think at this point, I think we already know what won, so... Um, I want to nominate a show. There's a show that's airing right now that I am obsessed with. It's called Kagiki Shoujo. It's about a performance school arts for girls that want to get into, like, um, theater performances. It's amazing when I do my review... I'm going to gush about it, but I'm going. To, I want to nominate a show that has been compared to it, that has like a different twist to it. I think it has like a um, like a little bit of a supernatural twist to it. And it's called. Well, Review... Why is everyone selling this to me today? Continue. It's called Review Starlight. It's like a. It's like if magical. Review Starlight. Girl... Yep. Yeah, if mm-hmm. magical girls did uh, theater performances. So... I've heard about that. That's on High Dive. That's like one of High Dive's big selling shows yes. to like subscribe to it. <laughs> I just want to thank everyone for nominating, except for Has, for nominating things I might enjoy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Review Star looks, looks great. It's got a sequel movie. I heard really good things about it, so I want to check it out. I've heard good things, too. I've always been like, oh, maybe I'll watch that, and then not even come close to trying to watch it. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, and then I guess I... Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'll just re-up 86 because I still uh, need that final push. It's actually downloaded onto my phone. Uh, I did that a few days ago to pre- uh, hurricane prep just in case I lost power. Um, it's one of the shows that I decided that I was like, all right, if I'm sitting in my r- dark room, I'm going to sit down and finally watch it. Uh, and then I didn't lose power because the hurricane tra- changed trajectory entirely. So thank you. So hurricane. we're chilling. Yeah, thank you, Andri, for for leaving me and my family alone for the most part. We lost a tree, but that's okay. It happens. Um, so yeah, 
86, that show that uh, after reading about uh, the synopsis, I still don't understand the comparisons to Ender's Game, but I'll... Uh, you'll, you'll find out episode one. I, I, I guess so, yeah. Uh, we'll see. But all right, I think that wraps up Watch Club for this week. So oh. go ahead, Pete. Oh, okay. So sometimes yeah. you do something, sometimes you don't. Okay, so this is one of those. So if you made this far, thank you so much. If you want to support the podcast, the best way to do that is like, comment, subscribe, leave a review wherever platform you're listening on. It helps us beat the algorithm. It helps us get the word out. So if you do that, that'd be great. Thank you very much. If you are interested in talking anime, uh, manga, video games, whatever, join our Discord. Link in the socials below. It's the link tree. Um, you can also vote for shows that you want us to watch in the Anime Club channel. So go ahead and do that. Next week, I will be previewing, previewing the next upcoming seasonal where we have a lot of tasty, tasty anime that I cannot wait. That we hopefully will get some anime of the year contenders out of. So I'm looking forward to talking about that. Otherwise, if you're here for Watch Club, we will be seeing you in two weeks for Elfin League. Elfin Lee, there we go. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.